Hey, good morning and welcome to Friday, baby. Yeah, we made it. My favorite day of the week. Uh, I'm Joe Jacob, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I hope it finds you well out there. Get ready. Get the AC ready to go. It's way too soon. 100-plus degrees is going to be here. Uh, I'm not prepared. I'm not ready. The, the good season for Arizona uh, is oh, it's over too quickly. That's all I'm going to say about it. But uh, we played pickleball last night, starting to warm up. Starting to warm up. Uh, I'm. Uh, I don't know. We had a discussion. We had a discussion that maybe it's going to get too hot to even play the old pickleball. So uh, we're thinking maybe we'll just play more golf just later. You know the. You know in Arizona it's different here. Anything under you know at least for me anything under one ten is doable. Anything over that, forget about it. I stay inside. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be a hot one. Uh, but, but you know, it is what it is. This is this is when uh, Arizona used to empty out. We don't empty out anymore. We, we really don't. The only good news is maybe uh, the, sun's, uh, the sun is out later, so uh, you can get some uh, more rounds of golf. And that's what I plan on doing. I'm golfing uh, Saturday with my buddies, uh, all thanks to – the My Kind CBD products. I now am bowling on Tuesdays, pickleball on Thursday, golf on Saturday. This is what you do when you're almost an empty nester, right? you got to find other stuff to do. Uh, the problem is usually your body's like, what are you doing? Uh, check them out. Check out our My Kind products. Uh, I, you know what? I, I've told you about them a million times. This is, oh, i got to say this. This is the last day. Anyone who orders online today, uh, you're going to get free lip balm and... No pun intended, but apparently it's the ball. So uh, there you go. Uh, check it out. Go to 1360 KHNC. Hit the shopping cart button. Uh, no event this week. Uh, we'll get you posted on the next event at the radio station uh, up there in Colorado. We got a lot of things to talk about. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna talk about the, the draft, the NFL draft yesterday because uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Uh, hopefully, uh, your team did well. I don't know uh, how much football I'll watch. Probably very, very little. Pro- it's about how much sports I'm watching now anyway. Uh, once it got political, that was enough for me. I was out. Check me out. Uh, but what are we going to talk about today? So many, many places to go. I don't know if you saw AOC. You know it's not good when she's happy. She thinks Joe Biden is doing such a great job. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about uh, there's problems at the mints. We've been talking a lot about how there's no supply out there, uh, things of that nature. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Chinese gold demand. We're going to talk about that. How much income? Here's a good question for everybody. And, and I'll pose it now, and I want you all to think about it. And then when we come back from the break, I'll give you the answer. How much income? Think about everybody out there in the U.S. Every home, every condo, every townhouse, every apartment. How much income comes from the government? Percentage. 
So think about uh, the new census. I don't know if you know the new census came out. And we're now up to 330 million people. A lot of people. How much of all household income comes from the government? I think it's a really interesting question. You know, and, and of course, remember, the higher this number is, the bigger the problem is going to be. Because really, the, the best way to look at this, the more money the government has to give to everybody, the worse the inflation really is going to be. And of course, as you know, I'm going to tell you, we had to do all-time record high in this category. And the last time the Chicago Purchasing Managers Index, we, we just got this number this morning. The last time it was this high. And, and when you think about Purchasing Managers Index, you know, a lot, a lot of you, you know, all of us, and this is one of those numbers again where 50 is zero. I don't know why we just don't say it's zero, but, you know, it is what it is. 50 is zero. You don't, you want this number to be really kind of in the mid-50s. That's like, if there was Goldilocks, that would be it. When it gets too high. When it starts getting into the 60s and then the upper 60s, that's a very bad indication that inflation is starting to really ramp up. The number that we got today is a number that we have not seen since February of 1980. Which Paul Volcker was running the Fed trying to crush inflation. And here's something today. Think about this today. Fed's funds rate is zero, well, between zero and 0.25. Last time the Chicago Purchasing Manager Index was this high, by the way, I'll tell you what the number was, and then I'll tell you what the Fed's funds rate was that time around. Take your radio news hour. Don't touch that dial. The Chicago Manager's Purchasing Index hit 72.1. Which, and again, and, and without context, that really doesn't mean much. All right, hey, it's above 50. Goody, right? Goody. That's what we want, right? Above 50 means it's growing. The problem is, like I said, we want it to be in the 50s, you know, 55, you know, maybe even 56. That's okay. We can even tolerate some low 60s. Last month, it was 66. And people are like, oh. Because the biggest part of why is it rising because in that index they track new orders right that's a that's a good thing 
right? Hey, we're getting more orders. Uh, employment. Now, that could be a bad thing or a good thing. Hey, we're, we're hiring more. we got to pay more for employment. Depends on which side of it it is. Uh, inventories. right? Hey, how much stuff do you got? And as, as all of us know today, nobody has an inventory. Nobody. Matter of fact, some very, very smart people are saying be very careful with all of these earnings reports we're seeing. Not this year. That's okay. Next year. Because a lot of business, I'll I'll use an easy one, furniture. Have you bought any furniture lately? They're talking about delivery times six months, nine months, a year from now. People have already paid for the product. And so the problem is, hey, come next year. All these people are still waiting for the stuff that they bought this year. Very interesting. So inventories. By the way, inventories uh, near a record low on this report. Supplier deliveries. Right? Hey, are you getting restocked? That slowed down. So these were things. uh, Inventory supplier uh, deliveries were driving this number lower, believe it or not production, and then order backlog. But there's one other category. The prices paid category. And this is the, the big problem in this report. The prices paid are through the roof. Uh, and that's why we have now, think about this, a number we haven't seen since February of 1980 <laughs> And we just had our head central banker say, ah, don't worry. <laughs> right? It's just transitory. I mean, just just think back. Listen, you can do what you want. Right? Is he to be believed? I don't know. I don't think so. I go back to Ben Bernanke who told us at the last crisis, oh, don't worry, it's just a subprime crisis. It's well contained, he said. It was frothy. You know what scared me is Jay Powell called the stock market prices frothy the other day. He should have never said that. You don't want to go down with the frothy comment. But it doesn't look good. But here's the thing. The Fed's funds rate in 1980 to combat this inflation hit 22%. I didn't realize it got that high. Today, here's where we're at to combat inflation. Zero. Now you tell me. Who's going to be right and who's going to be wrong about where inflation is going to be? And if you want any indication of how did we get here, just think about the question I posed to you earlier. All household income, all of it. So 
the money you, you earn from your paycheck, right? Maybe you have uh, an annuity that's paying you monthly social Maybe you're getting a social security check, uh, you know, whatever you sold on eBay or, or whatever it may be, all household income. How much comes from the government? And it was something where I, I was nowhere in the ballpark on this number. They were talking about how they were saying personal income hit an all-time record high in the last quarter. you got to remember, you got, well, I, don't, I say you because I didn't get it. But those of you that qualified, you got two stimulus checks in the first quarter. Right, we got the $600 check that Trump had signed right before Christmas. And then the other $1,400 check that Biden, that everyone got, you know, most people got in March. So the record surge in, in personal income. And, of course, we had 6.4% GDP growth. Uh, we got that number the other day. I really didn't talk a lot about it. It was actually underwhelming. There was, people were talking a whisper number of, a, of 10% GDP growth. I mean, we think about it, that's a lot of money to hand out. But really what was interesting, and again, this is the stuff you hear on the idiot box. They want to just tell you the good things. Oh, hey, look, hey, personal, personal income hit an all-time record high. And, and look at people who are out there spending. Isn't that wonderful? And everyone clapped. Yay! But as you know, once you set a precedent, it's very hard to change. People say in the advertising world, right, you need to hear something three times. Well, think about how many stimulus checks we've sent out. And we're getting ready to send out more, right? It, it, it's never-ending. Right now, we're going to send everyone with a kid under the age of 18 a check every month. Just how more giant the public has become on the federal government for income. They call this... And all of this is in the data. They just never tell us about it. It's called the personal current transfer payments. I'll be honest with you. I've been doing this, what is it, 18, 19 years? It's the first time I've, I've heard of the personal current transfer payments. Because before, this used to only really be, pretty much, it was two things. Social Security and food stamps. But what goes into this category is government-sourced income. So there's some other examples in here. Unemployment benefits. As we know, you know, forget about what they're going to... By the way, next week we're going to get all the jobs data. Forget about all the employment numbers here on the TV. Forget about all the headline employment data you're going to see on your Internet. Okay, because you're going to see an unemployment rate is, you know, 6% or 5.9 or there's uh, 1.3 million people on whatever. Forget all that because that's garbage. It's 
garbage. 17 million people get an unemployment check. Welfare checks, Social Security, so on. In March, the number exploded to a mind-blowing $8.1 trillion annualized. Which was doubled the $4.1 trillion in February annualized. But also... $5 trillion above the pre-COVID level, which was $3.2 trillion. So when you think about before COVID, the government on average gave Americans $3.2 trillion via all of these things, unemployment, welfare, Social Security, you know, you think about, okay, well, the economy probably going to be about $21 trillion. Well, that's like one-seventh. Now, all of a sudden, we're like, <laughs> wait a minute. We're now giving up $8 trillion. And, and, and that's over a third. Matter of fact, they're saying uh, the number for 2021 is going to be 30 of all household income is now coming from the federal government. And, and, and again, we never go backwards. You know, and they got this chart. And, and this, this chart that I'm staring at, it, it goes all the way back to like the 1980s. And there's a few blips, if you will, where it goes up and then it goes down a little bit. But essentially, the trend is, you know, take a, like a slope. Right? You're going up a six-degree grade, you know, uh, the highway. Uh, as you uh, get out of you know Black Canyon City and into Sedona, you got to go up that slope, right? We got that slope, and then all of a sudden now, this slope turns into a cliff, straight up, and now it's lasted longer and longer. You think about uh, Joe Biden and all the spending that he wants. Listen, everyone loves spending. Who doesn't like free stuff? Everyone likes free stuff. Like, hey, buy buy CBD today. You're going to get a free lip ball. Who doesn't like free stuff? But if we're handing out $8 trillion, all tax revenue combined, all of it, $3.4 trillion. Right? I mean, the math is, is it's, it's hard to do. It, well, I guess the problem is it's really not that hard to do, but it's hard to fathom uh, that this can continue. And, and again, obviously, stimulus checks and the like don't help. But we're sitting here with a Chicago PMI that we haven't seen since the 1980s. We have a federal government who has never sent more money, has never accounted 
for this level of household income ever. Ever. I mean, when you, when you think about, you know, what are we talking about? You know, it used to be about 15, 14, 15%. You know, that's okay, right? You, we know we, we've got a certain percentage of the population, the working poor, and, and, and those that just, you know, they, they don't work or, you know, that are old, right? Hey, you're getting Social Security. But how did we go from 14% to 34%? And then try to say that we're not going to have runaway inflation. When we get back, is it possible that we'll run out of gas? We'll talk about that next. 800-951-02, Patriot Radio News Hour. Is it possible? When you think about all of these issues, we're, you know, we're talking about shipping problems, uh, right, where there's no chips for cars, right? There's no chips for iPhones and computers and everything else. You know, Apple, who just had this tremendous quarter, uh, comes out and says, eh, it's not going to be so tremendous next quarter because we can't actually make the amount of stuff we want to make because we don't got the chips. Uh, we, we, we know about shipping containers. Right? We, we, we know about uh, lumber prices and copper prices, and, and we know about all of these things. But is it possible this summer? Is every, you know, right, everyone's ready for COVID to be over. Uh, who was it? Uh, I think Disney. Does Disney? I think Disneyland in California. I think that opens today. I could be wrong, but I, I, it's soon. Everybody's ready to go. You know, and of course, let's face it, the government, hey, a third of all income, over a third of all income coming from the government. Everyone's going to want to go and do stuff. I think uh, New York says, hey, we'll be open July 1. Millions of people stuck at home for over a year now are expected to hit the road for a much-needed post-pandemic vacation this summer. And I, and I just laugh. <laughs> and I don't mean to because, let's say, the pand- it's been very stressful. If anything, I... I so- uh, one of the one of the stations here is town. They're running this commercial like the average person has put on like twenty something pounds because of the pandemic. I'm one of those. I gotta man. I gotta do something. You may have a hard time finding gasoline. By the way, uh, and I've, I said it earlier this week. I will not be surprised if we see a hundred dollar gas. Will not be a hundred dollar crude. Hundred dollar crude oil. Sorry, not a hundred dollar gas. Four and five dollar gasoline, uh, almost definitely. And there, and it's not because there's a shortage of oil or gasoline. I want, I want to be clear on that. That's not the problem. There's plenty of oil. There's plenty of gasoline. And as the prices rise, 
Right, we already got touched. We hit sixty-five dollars yesterday. Right, you're going to see even more oil wells come up. The problem is, there's not enough tanker truck drivers needed to deliver the gasoline. And you know, think about it. it makes sense. Everybody stayed at home. You know, you think of you. You probably don't even think about. It. Oh, there's a guy that probably lost his job. What did you do? Well, I used to deliver gasoline. What happened? Well, the pandemic, I got laid off. Now, of course, listen, truck driver, hey, I found another job. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just doing something else now. According to the National Tank Truck Carriers, believe it, there's such a thing. They said that right now, about 25% of all tank trucks, okay, so when you think about, you know, the, 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 the trucks that got the gasoline in it, you know the ones, you know what they look like, are parked in, in company lots headed into the peak summer season because they don't have enough drivers. They said if you go back to 2019 and prior, so 2019, 2018, right, 2017, the industry average was about 10%. In other words, there's you know there's always you know right you're always looking to hire a driver here or there. They said they've been dre- uh, dealing with a driver shortage for a while. But it is growing exponentially. And now they're worried that it's going to be, if the summer season is what they expect, they're worried that gas stations won't have any gas to put into the automobile. Now, and again, you know what's going to happen. We all know what's going to happen. They're going to pay more money, right? To get the truckers they need, the cost of delivery is going to go through the roof, right? And then, of course, the gasoline prices, as I already said, crude oil probably headed its way closer to $100 a barrel, right? It's just going to get added on to the price of gas. By the way, they say the national average is already 289 That's 60% higher from a year ago. And they said that it could get much higher than that, and especially if we get unlucky. If there's any major, if we have a major hurricane season, these refineries shut down uh, could be a huge problem. And these are things, you know, these are little things. We don't think about it. No one really, I didn't think about it. But I guess now that I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's like everything else. You don't think gold's red hot? Silver is red hot. I know you're like, well, what, what, do you, what do you mean? I mean, gold's down two dollars. You know, silver's down ten cents. They're not at all time highs. They're gonna be. A global shortage of physical gold and silver products has created the, a premium on gold coins and gold bars and silver coins and silver bars. And the premium is causing a disconnect between the spot price. And the true price that retail investors need to pay for product, according to Ed Moy. Ed Moy, by the way, he was the former head of the U.S. Bank. 
And he's a guy I give him credit because he actually went to Fort Knox, claims that he's actually seen the gold. And you can actually, uh, if you Google Ed Moy, M-O-Y, you'll find him. on. A, he's got a YouTube video where he talks about the gold that he saw at Fort Knox, all that pre-33 gold. Uh, that was melted down, apparently not very well either, because he said you could ju- you could tell they were gold coins. They left all the imperfections, and he says it's kind of, you know, it's not, you know, shiny gold because it has still all the copper. They left it all in there, apparently. But he was out, and he's out talking about what's happening as far as the worldwide mints with gold and silver. When we get back... I'll tell you what he had to say about where we are as far as products go and and where he thinks the price is headed. That's coming up next. Ed Boyd. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, Ed Moy was, was speaking to Kitco. He said not only the U.S. Mint, But all the mints around the world, the Australian mint, the Mexican mint, right, the the Canadian mint, the South African mint, the Chinese mint, all of them, they've all run out of gold. They can't keep it in spot. And there's so many shortages, retailers are having problems accessing gold. I talk about it every day. Premiums on the physical gold and silver products are running through the roof. Silver is, it's hard, really hard uh, on the silver premiums. If you go to any of the top retailers... And you take a look for what they are charging for a one-ounce American Gold Eagle bullion coin, which I like. Nothing wrong with a Gold Eagle. I like the Liberties and the Saints better. We all know why. Even though $1,775, you're hard-pressed. To find a one-ounce gold coin for anything less than $2,000 to $2,100. And he's right. Matter you know, you find people selling you gold for less than that? I'm I'm skeptical right now. I mean, you can be right under, you know, big volume order, but I'm skeptical. Very skeptical. But this is where it is right now. He said the main reason, now this is his opinion, I don't disagree with it, by the way. The main reason why the spot price has not caught up to the gold and silver premium adjusted prices is that the overall market is flooded with bullion derivatives, paper, paper gold flooded but he says it's only a matter of time before the short contracts keeping the price down expire 
and he really brought up something, you know, I probably didn't think about this enough. Is remember, these these derivatives guys and these people, they hedge well in advance. A lot of the shorts that we're seeing today were probably in place before COVID. Some of them were put in place when they thought COVID was going to go away real quick. And then, of course, you've got the rest, which is they're betting on the economy recovering and everything's just going to be, well, oh, it's all wonderful. Of course, we know that's that's it, it, it's not going to work that way. We wish it did. I wish, hey, I wish it would. But we, we've already written the check, right? We've already spent all the money. We know what's coming. And so does Moy. He says, as these short contracts come up, you're going to see a pop in the price. And, and, and I think that's, that's always how it is with gold and silver, isn't it? We get these little runs and we see the pressures, right, and they build up. And then all of a sudden, one day, bam, there's the pop. Right, and it goes on a run. And I think this is exactly what we're going to be seeing in the second half of this year as as more and more people realize. I mean, could you imagine this summer? Really, seriously. Gas lines again? Because, you know, stations keep running out of gas because there's not enough drivers? I mean, what, what, what are we going to be paying? Four, five? Can we pay six? I just got... Our health insurance. So uh, our our health insurance. My wife and I. You know, we're we we buy our own insurance, and of course, thanks to Obama, right? There really, there's only one coming. Well, I guess here, I think there's two we could choose from, but they're the same. They're identical. Okay. We're, we we just got notified of our new premium starting in June. We just broke a thousand dollars a month. We're, we're catching up to everybody. And, and before, you know, before Obamacare, we were paying two fifty with a five thousand dollar deductible. And we had I mean, pretty much everything was covered, you know. But we got to pay, you know, five thousand. But you know, they cover, you know, doctors' visits were like ten bucks. I go to the doctor now; it's thirty five, not ten. Right? All the prescription costs more. Everything costs more. Thousand and actually, it's a thousand and six dollars a month, and our deductible we doubled it to keep it more reasonable. So now we're paying ten thousand a month. The cost of everything that we pay has more than doubled. We've doubled the size of our deductible. I mean, think about this: a thousand dollars a month. And I know a lot of you out there are like, "Hey, welcome, welcome, double." We've been paying that. You guys, I don't know how yours, but we went from seven eighty to a thousand. That's almost twenty percent. Yeah, there's no inflation. I mean, I, I, I need to give myself a three just to pay for my health care increase. 
Patriot Radio News Hour. That's, I think we figured out why we got a shortage of gold and silver, haven't we? The final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Here's, here's what I've got. You know what? Today's actually a great day to buy. Product that has been difficult. Uh, we, we, we got some luck. Actually, it started yesterday, late yesterday afternoon and again this morning. I've got two items. And the nice part is I've got quantity. Uh, I've got 50 $20 gold pieces. So, yes, remember, yesterday we ran a special. We only had 25. Boom, they were gone. I got 50 $20 gold pieces. You know, and like Ed Boy was saying, hey, you're going to hard press to find anything under two, between two, 2000 and 2100 bucks. We're at the low end of this. We're at 2025. 2025. If you want to buy all 50 of them, two grand. I've got $110 liberties. They're going to be at, oh, I, oh there it is, 1,015. 1,015. So two tens would be $2,030. So right, right next to where the 20s are at. So I've got 100 of those. Again, if you want to buy all 100 of those, I'll do them at a grand apiece. So there you go. I've got $110 liberties at 1,015. If you buy them all, at a thousand, and I've got fifty twenties at two thousand twenty-five. You buy them all dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Everything's down today. Uh, the Dow is down two hundred and thirty. The S and P's down thirty. The Nasdaq's down just uh, just around a hundred bucks. Gold's down two dollars. Uh, crude oil's down a dollar. Uh, the ten-year note. Uh, is at one six three, so not not bad. Uh, one six three, you know. I, I think we're going to look back at this this time next year and think about one six three and be like, "Wow, that was really low." That's my fear. That's my fear. Uh, the Dallas Federal Reserve president today said, "Hey, housing's a mess." We need to raise rates, right? He's we, but I'll say this: they always got one guy that'll call. Oh no, I'm so concerned. He's the guy, so I I don't know. He's right, but they're not going to do anything about it. And this is this is what's crazy. Uh, we 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 saw the Chicago PMI like this one time before. It was 1980, and we were on full inflation fighting mode. Today, we're pretending like it's going to be transitory. And and let me tell you right now, and everybody out there, uh, let's hope he's right. Nobody thinks he is. That's the problem, right? Nobody thinks he is. That's why gold gold should be down on uh, a Fed meeting week. Gold should have been down $40, $50 at least. It's down $2. I think from when the time Jay spoke to now, it's actually down like 4 bucks. But that's it. 800 951 
0592. Uh, by the way, we just sold out of all the inexpensive, uh, inexpensive rolls of quarters. So those are going to go back uh, to, to, to uh, $255 a roll. Still have some silver dimes at 120 as well. 800-951-0592. I know that was a lot. God bless everybody. Have a great weekend. And we'll talk again on Monday.